Hello everyone and welcome to your first check-in of this round and it has been a fantastic first week from all of you. Yeah, well done. Um, and we're absolutely loving the um, the honesty, the openness in the group, um, you know, not only from the people that are saying, hey, I'm new here, this is my first time and saying what they've struggled with in the past. But we just love that our VIPs um, are, you know, sharing their hacks, their experiences. And I actually think that, you know, all of you ladies sharing your experiences is actually more inspiring than Maz and I just constantly giving our tips and our advice. Don't you think, Maz? Yeah, that's why it works so well, because actually your life might relate more with some of the other women and you might have similar time restraints or life restrictions. Actually, you'll be able to help each other a little bit more. Sometimes it's so frustrating when you see people that are telling you to get in 12,000 steps a day and do this. And it's like, oh, that doesn't work with my life. So that's the whole reason why this group accountability works so well. Um, But honestly, your vulnerability is the absolute magic here because the more you tell us what you're struggling with the more we can help you and it's been really good this week and I think that hopefully we've had fantastic questions and I think that these will help lots of you going forward. Yeah and this week was all about you know learning getting used to the app getting used to the workouts um it not only for our new people but for our like VIPs that are moving on to the next phase of workouts they might have some new exercises uh people tracking if you tra- if your calories have changed if your macros have changed your form like every single person has had something some form of change so it's really important for you in that first week to be patient with yourself and i think a lot of you did um you were patient with yourself <laughs> However, now it is time <laughs> to really go for it in this second week. And we'll email you tomorrow with your um Sunday. We'd like to give everyone like a Sunday task for the week after. Um, so we'll write to you on your focus. But it's basically gonna be looking at the things that you did this week that weren't perfect. It wasn't meant to be perfect. Um, and just trying to nail it this week. So these are going to be set your non-negotiables. No matter what happens, these are the things I'm going to nail. Right, on to the questions. (laughs) Okay, so first of all, we have Charlie. Um, For the one and a half hip thrusts, are we sticking with the tempo for the full and the half rep? Um, So that's really, uh, it's quite tricky to write the tempo when you've got Um, half reps and quarter reps what we want you to think about is squeezing up to the top coming down slowly halfway squeezing back up and lowering position so if you're thinking keep everything slow controlled then you're going to be on the right track there yeah, the slower the better for those. They're like a juice, juicy one. I love that little uh, that that one. Yeah, you'll often see um, on Instagram stuff, people doing their hip thrusts, really shoving their hips up to the sky really fast. And perhaps if you're shoving a lot of weight, you're going to need a lot more of that made you dead stop. But with the that we're doing, we really don't want that. We think about being juicy, squeezy all the way um, to the top, feeling it tension through your butt cheeks at the top. I always think about squeezing um, or cracking a nut in your butt cheeks at the top of that movement. Yeah, crack those nuts, man. (laughs) 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 Right, no, not good. Um, Moving on. um, Also, also somebody asked for the one and a half rep hip thrust uh, is one, do you count that as one rep? So yeah, one rep every time is like you come all the way down, all the way up, halfway, back up. That's one. That's one rep. Charlie. Okay. Charlie also asked um, any tips for feeling one leg much more stable than the other for step ups or practice makes perfect. Um, I would say, yes, it's totally normal. Everyone has imbalances. Um, it's crazy sometimes how much stronger you are on one side than the other. And it might not be the side you expect. Um, but what I would always say, start with your weakest leg first. Um, do that set and then however many reps you get out 
match that on your stronger side because if you do your stronger side first and say you have 12 reps in you and then you do your weaker side and you've only got eight reps in you then you're not going to be even and you're actually not going to be improving that imbalance you're going to be hindering it so start with your weaker side first and eventually hopefully will they'll start to match up a little bit yeah and that is the reason why we do single leg exercises just fyi for everybody so that can you know work one side at a time um so a general thing as well which is um interesting so many people have said that they're really proud of starting and they've really surprised themselves with what they've achieved this week it's an investment the first six weeks is a lot of money and that is for a reason because we want you to take it seriously we want you to think like okay I've done this I've I've put this money towards myself and investing in this and I really need to give this everything I've got yeah 100 percent. yeah okay Caroline I appreciate that body weight is very subjective and two people with the same weight can look totally different but when it comes to body fat percentage what is a healthy body fat percentage to aim for what do you think Maz So it's going to look completely different for everyone. It's really hard to blanket this. You know, some people are genetically extremely lean and everything's functioning. They've got fabulous hormonal function. You know, you look at Victoria's Secret models that pop out babies. If I ever got that lean, there's no chance I wouldn't lose my period. So it's going to look completely different for every every person. Um, I mean, generally, I'd say between 20 and... 30 ish um but it's you know it's completely subjective yeah and it's also quite difficult to measure your body fat percentage like just being at home or, or you know just doing I know lots of people have those scales but we always say that you don't focus on on that like focusing on just seeing how you look like I have no idea what my body fat percentage is right now like but it's just how you look I think and how you're fitting in your clothes is going to be a a priority and being obviously a healthy body fat percentage Mm, that's a really good point they've got those new body fat scales in the gym and the PTs have obviously been told to uh, promote them so they're dragging all of their clients over to step on these scales and my my mind is like ah well these people are going to get complexes because they're highly inaccurate highly inaccurate yeah so yeah please yeah. please don't yeah. weigh your success on those yeah okay Nikki said <laughs> this one made me laugh I was like because I, I must have I posted yesterday about us being dancers and Nikki obviously read it she said I'd like to know more about your histories maybe I've missed this in the past I know you were both dancers did you always want to be dancers um do you did you do me dancing maybe this needs a podcast episode yeah I think everyone's gonna get bored of us talking about each other so maybe we'll, talk, we'll cover that in a in another podcast but Nikki I love that you're interested <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Yeah, let's do it in a let's do it in a podcast episode. Stay tuned, guys. Yeah. Um Molly said how to keep up the motivated streak when still wanting to be social. You go with this one, Charles. <laughs> well, because they're like socializing. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> um okay, so we want this program, the way we've designed this program is so that you can be social and you can find the, the you know, balance of being social. So we want you to be motivated because you enjoy the program, you enjoy the flexibility. Uh, however, there are things that you have, there, there are decisions that you have to make and there will be things that you have to say no to. So you cannot be this social butterfly every day of the week. I mean, not everyone can because we have to go to work and it's very expensive. Uh, however, so saying no to those midweek drinks can really, really help. And also listen to our podcast. Um, we've got a whole podcast on this, which is like 20 or 30 minutes. Um, which one is it, Maz? It's the like socializing. It's one, social life. It? Yeah, social life and holidays. It's that one. Yeah, and that will really, really help you. We talk about um, how you can drink um, certain things or drink less. That can help you. How to eat when you're when you're going out for dinner. Um, so hopefully, you know, you will stay motivated by seeing the results and seeing that you don't seeing progress and knowing that you don't want to undo it by going mental in your social life. Okay, moving on. 
great. A similar question, actually. How how does one get motivated or fit the exercise in? That's from Roma. Um, I actually did a little post on this yesterday because we had it a lot of questions about motivation. And honestly, the best thing to do is just start your workout. I sound like a broken record, I know, but you're going to feel so much better after your workout. The starting is always the hardest part. And I completely understand that, especially when it's not been part of your routine. I understand that you can't go from zero to hero overnight. So just telling yourself that you're going to do one exercise or two exercises, or maybe even 10 minutes, and then you're going to reassess, see how you feel. If you're still feeling like crap, you don't have to continue. But promise yourself you're just going to try and start and nine times out of 10, you're going to want to continue that workout and you'll finish it. So that's how I would say kind of being motivated to exercise and then fitting it in. That's going to come down to planning. You're going to have to look at your diary on, we schedule in on your diaries on a Sunday to get those workouts into your diaries, whether that whether you're going to fit that in on a Monday, Wednesday, Saturday, or whenever works around your schedule, you're going to need to go through and put it in like it's a work call or an appointment, make it, block it out. This is the hour I'm doing this and make it as important as another appointment that you have that you can't miss. Yeah. And do you know what you'll find as well? And Roma, I looked at your step count and, um, I I think that you're not moving enough in general. And I think that the more you start moving and just, you know, whether that's walking or moving just in your general life, you'll actually find that you have more energy. Um, and that's something that a lot of people have realized. They're like, oh my God, I'm feeling so energized. And even though it seems mental that you're going to be, you know, using more energy because you're moving more, you actually will feel more energized. Yeah, I agree. Okay, Laura, how do I get energy when I'm feeling drained? Um, and that's going to be, you know, that's the same thing. It, it can be um, starting that workout and, and that moving just in general is going to give you more energy. Um, and when you are drained, and I know, Laura, you have like... Um, you have crazy shifts with work and when you're tired it's really difficult and I know those are my clients if you haven't slept because the kids have been up all night it's really really hard so just remember like just do what you can and even if it is going for a walk um, then then do that but also uh, look at your schedule look at your like life and be like why am I feeling drained if it's because you're not getting to bed earlier then start getting to bed earlier if that's because you're not planning or scheduling things then just look at what the source of it is and then you know sleeping is probably going to always help you yeah it's also important to note the um significance of your diet if you're feeling constantly drained and your energy is low yeah um that is going to be a game changer for your overall well-being and your mental clarity. If you're eating a nutritious diet that is giving you fuel um, sufficiently to get you through your days at work and your workouts and get you feeling as energized as possible, then that is going to be actually really important at this time when you are feeling knackered. Um, so just, yeah, whole foods, whole foods, bang on again and again about it but it's so important yeah okay this is a good one as well steps loads of people have been talking about steps because obviously they've been trying to hit them but now the weather's changing and it's a lot harder so people have been asking for tips to get steps in when you've got a busy day at the office or when it's getting dark earlier in the evenings or when the weather's crap um so have you got any step step tips Maz? Well, because then we had Sarah saying, <laughs> if, the, if the weather's really bad and I can't get steps types in, can we have a mini workout put on the app for steps? I would actually really uh, promote Fit with Rick on YouTube. So the, I think he became really popular during lockdown. And he is, that's his speciality, making hey. step workouts. <sighs> What? I have never have heard never of him. him. Have you not? Stop. No, I want to do this. Fit with, fit with Rick. I'm looking at it now. So I'm looking he's, he's, now. Actually got, he's actually got a website, Get Fit With Rick, home of walking workouts. 
Um, but yeah, there's loads on YouTube alone. And um, and then I think he does different music and different tempos and like speed walks. And I don't know, they look fun. And I think that he's going to do a much better job of it than <laughs> me and Chelsea. <laughs> Yeah, uh, I try. Yeah. So try fit with Rick. I would say. Oh my god! I actually I want to try fit with Rick. I love that. Also, I have something as well. I know lots of people training at home, and I know not everybody can join the gym, and it's expensive, and um, people don't feel comfortable. But if you do move into the next phase of our plans, and you like get more comfortable with your training, then winter is a fantastic time to join a gym because if it means that you get there and you are walking and getting your steps in on that treadmill, then that's going to really help you out. Also, get your steps in, in all of those ways where you park a little bit further away from, from wherever you're going, um, where you do your food shop, <laughs> go, you go shopping, you're what, you know, anything where you were just moving and making an effort, all of those really, really add up. Yeah, for sure. And also, okay. if you have got a job where you're on calls and meetings, what I have done with a lot of corporate clients in the past is um get them to arrange some calls where they can do walking calls as well during the day when it's not dark so it's safe for you to go out could you imagine our clients i've just got a, i've got a vision of our client having a really important phone call corporate call and they've got fit with rick in the background <laughs> oh yeah yeah no outside <laughs> no I know I know but I just had this vision of them doing the fit with Rick like having him on silent and they're doing the, they're doing a call I just feel like that is multitasking at its finest <laughs> you gotta do what you gotta do <laughs> you do and speaking of that and um, there's a win as well uh it's Cora she said I sit at a desk all day at work so usually I only have about two to three thousand steps each day my goal this week was to get out of that mindset of me hating walking and just get it done there were tough days at work a storm this week but I didn't use any of them as an excuse not to get my steps in and I am so delighted with that so there you go it feels good when you do something that you wouldn't normally do yeah amazing and also Arlene said not drinking alcohol after work every evening um and this is something that is going to really help a lot of you is looking at your midweek drinking. If you can try and make give yourself the goal, unless it's a special occasion, you're going out of course. But if you limit, if not remove your midweek drinking, it's going to be hugely beneficial for your overall um, like cognitive function. You're not going to wake up feeling blurry. You're going to wake up with more energy. You're going to want to eat well, make good choices the next day. So just everyone have a look at those midweek drinks and see where you can find some limits and boundaries. Yeah. Okay, some nutrition questions. Um, one good one from Eleanor. Thoughts on food brands like Skinny Food Company and Bake, oh, Bare Naked. I found Bare Naked uh, noodles in Sainsbury's and they're 15 calories a portion. Not the most nutritious, I guess. So I feel like you would say to avoid them. What do you think? That's a good question, isn't it? I would be a hypocrite if I said that I didn't use when I was on a diet um, or if I've gone through dieting phases that I don't use some diet supplements to help me. For example, a diet Coke or a uh, low calorie syrups or zero calorie syrups. So I think that we have to find a balance here of making sure that the little treats that you're giving yourself to help you diet um, are not making up the bulk of your meals. So I don't like the idea of, uh, I think that the bare baked noodles, I think they're cognac noodles. I tried those. Don't get me wrong. I've tried everything in the book. I tried those when I was on a diet and they are rank. Do you know what you'd be better having? Just some <laughs> butternut squash or some pumpkin or some really low calorie, high volume whole foods. That's going to be so much better for you. And also your digestive system is going to thank you more for that. What what do you think? Yeah, Charles? What, um, are your, what are your thoughts on this? So I've, I'm the same as you. I've, I'd be a hypocrite if I said I didn't try them, and I love trying out um, certain things. 
uh, tried the skinny food company the like um they they had like this nutella stuff um which is sugar-free but actually i then looked um all the calories and when you actually look at the calories and yeah it might contain zero sugar however we are obviously also trying to be in a calorie deficit and if you have a look at most of these things the same amount of calories in them as nutella now obviously if there's less sugar then that's a bit better but if you're looking at your calories then you're probably spending a lot more money um and buying these things so really be clever and this is why the plan is amazing you will learn how to read food labels and once you then learn how to read the food labels you can look on the backs of all of these food items and be like oh my god this is all branding this is the same amount of calories and or same amount of protein that I could get in a slice of bread or something so be clever and don't just start dishing out your money um on these brands I would honestly say that you're better off just buying whole foods like some protein bars have got you know seven grams of protein you probably get the same amount of protein in like two slices of of wholemeal bread and it'll cost you about 10p <laughs> yeah yes but it so. is a really good question Eleanor it's got me thinking a lot about that actually because it's yeah. something that I have used and I think it's tempting because it's most of the marketing is so bloody clever on all of these products that yeah it's easy to go for those low calorie and skinny and diet um buzzwords yeah I suppose getting like a few things in like see it as like those little things you know for like a syrup or a spread or something see it's like having it's like almost like having you know low sugar or lower calorie uh ketchup or low calorie mayo or something it's probably the same yeah same as that so (laughs) I tell you what one of my one of my little guilty guilty pleasures is an options hot chocolate because they're 40 mm, calories yeah 40 and it's kind of getting into that season for it now it's 40 calories in the evening uh, in the evening what in the, but the same <laughs> calories in the morning sorry 40 calories per cup and I have it in the evening after my dinner sometimes if I want a sweet treat and that kind of just ticks that box for me um so yeah just be clever with it and work out what what's going to be better for you yeah okay I've got a win Sarah said I've hit a number on the scales that I absolutely was not expecting I have really stuck to the plan but I've also totally enjoyed my 20% soul food if anyone doesn't know about this we always say think of uh, the plan as being like 80% whole foods 20% soul foods Um, I had to get so many items of clothing taken in before my holiday thank god my mum is a seamstress or I'd be charging back to fit female project (laughs) I feel I've got my mind over my attitude back with my workouts too. I know I had a goal up um, to this point, but I wasn't always, it wasn't always easy. I know I pushed myself. So yeah, fantastic. Love that. Yeah, okay. I love that. Moving on to the next question. Okay, Yvonne, how to meet your macros? Um, so Yvonne, you emailed us to say that you'd had an extremely busy week. You were a bit all over the place. I want you to plan out your week. Uh, If you're trying to do it on the fly and trying to squeeze things into your diary at the end of the day, you're going to forget what you had. You're going to forget your snacks. You won't have thought about how you're going to meet your protein targets because you're grabbing a sandwich at lunch. So think out. Even tracking in advance can be really helpful, even if it's a couple of days and then just repeat those days for the rest of your week. It's going to seem a bit boring, but sometimes limiting um, variety at the beginning can be helpful just to get you onto the good, uh, the right track. Um, So thinking about what am I going to have for breakfast? A lot of you aren't getting enough protein in your breakfast. I'm looking through food diaries and there's a lot of like avocado on toast, banana on bagels. Where's my protein at girls? I want to see like either a a 0% Greek yogurt in there or some eggs in there or some protein powder in your oats. Getting a good serving of protein in in the morning is really going to help you. Um, start of your day and also it's really it's really good for you to for your muscle protein synthesis um to be stimulated earlier in the morning um and yeah so throughout throughout your day we want you to break that up into about four servings per day have a look you need to plan this out you need to spend some time this weekend working out 
what a day of eating might look like to fit your targets. Use my fitness pal to do that and you'll set yourself up for success, Yvonne. Yeah, and that actually answers Haylog's question. She said, my biggest challenge this week was hitting the protein. And if, if you've got any, any any tips, that'd be grateful. So that um, that was really, really helpful, Maz. Yeah, and thinking about, um, and also like, let's let's just calm down a little bit too. Like it's week one, we've, when you checked in, you've been doing like five, five days on the plan. I promise you, for all the new people, when you start tracking, um, you start to learn, you know, in your, in your little library of knowledge in your mind of, um, of macros and calories and stuff you'll be like oh that's probably about 30 grams of protein and stuff it gets much easier so be patient and you will get there yep for sure um naomi do herbal teas without milk count towards your daily water int- intake i've heard lots of different opinions about this i drink lots of fluid throughout the day mostly water but i do like warm drinks and i often find that i drink hot drinks and two liters of water. I'm going to the toilets every five minutes. Um, Yes, herbal teas without milk is perfectly fine. That counts as water. Elizabeth, am I meant to track Friday to Thursday now? I'm confused what that meant. Um, Does she mean, do you think she means her calories or her steps? or her yeah, I was speaking to Liz, I was speaking to Lizzie about this uh yesterday I think you've I think she's got herself in a bit of a pickle with like the confusing I think she's talking about workouts and nutrition and steps what are her seven days that she's meant to be tracking oh I see what you mean so in a week just in in seven days you need to just get in free strength workouts one your all of your steps like 70,000 steps and um uh your and and then you can do that sort of however you want I would almost do because and then it's I know why it's confusing because we asked you to check in on a Friday so maybe that's what's confusing um but I'm confusing myself even talking about it to be honest no I, I I let you roll with this one because I was I was even thinking this myself I I don't want you to overcomplicate it I think just pick seven days that work for you and schedule in the workouts they're not probably not going to be the same day every week because you've got life events happening so just every week you'll schedule in on a Sunday night when to do your workouts um, pick seven days to do your average step count doesn't matter which seven days it is um, and use that weekly calorie average target as well um yeah I don't know if we answered that question no do you know what I've got I've got the answer it's just working out the average almost so basically in in one way in seven days in any of the seven days you should have done you know an average of 10,000 steps you should have averaged out all of your calorie targets and your macro targets and done free all of your workouts basically as long as you're like it needs to be a little bit flexible as well I don't want to ever us to ever be like on a Monday you have to do sculpt one because not everyone can do sculpt one on a Monday so and that doesn't matter if it's on a Monday so that's why we if you think it's a bit like loosey-goosey and like oh this is a bit vague there's a reason why it's vague because we want you to understand that it doesn't have to be on a certain day (laughs) your bum imagine your bum's like I am not gonna grow on a Monday oh god forbid (laughs) (laughs) Um, okay when to know when to move on to maintenance calories uh we can't answer this for you Neve you have to tell us when you feel that you are happy with your physique and also when you're happy with your quality of life we can probably always lose more weight like we can always go on a diet and get absolutely shredded but the uh, sacrifices that you'll have to make to get unbelievably ripped is not probably not going to be worth it for most people so it's weighing up when you've got to a stage where you're really happy with your body you feel that you aren't severely having to and you're you're thinking that if I'm gonna if I'm going to have to lose more I'm gonna have to give up more um because let's face it your calories might have to go lower if you're now a smaller person um and you know you have to make that decision uh as to when when's best for you I think 
yeah for sure and then with that um with that as well you know we will always help people we've got lots of clients that are on their like fourth round that are now on maintenance and that's a whole different kettle of fish um and we will always support everybody through that as well um caroline oh, said Jane, sorry <gasps> sorry Sorry. Just just on that as well, because I don't think it's on our list, but Jamie had a question about um, maintenance calories and um, she wanted to just it, us to explain maintenance calories, like how can someone suddenly start eating more and not put on weight? Um, so just in brief, Jamie, um, it's not a stupid question. It's, it comes up all the time and it took me a while to get my head around as well. But basically at the moment you have been losing weight. So we've had you in a calorie deficit. So you're, you have been consuming less calories than you have been expending. Um, so you have been losing weight. The only way we can get you to stop losing weight now is to even out your energy balance. So that means giving you a bit more food, which means that you're not going to suddenly put on loads of weight because we're not taking you into a surplus. We're not giving you more food than you're actually expending. We're matching it. So it's on like an even line. So your, your energy output matches your um energy intake your food intake um so that's how maintenance works but if you do have any more questions on that just email us and we'll talk you through it again yeah um charlie said i was out last weekend in something i couldn't imagine suiting me seven weeks ago and now getting loads of compliments and feeling great in myself post baby body changes i found so tough especially after my second but i'm finally finding me again thank you girl oh that's gorgeous that's a really gorgeous message oh i love that lovely um well then we got another win as well which i think is just this is really really good sarah said i got 45 minutes early every day to either train or go for a walk and I was like that's very simple but that is just life changing Sarah's decided just to get up 45 minutes early every day and she's done that I think that just making that one choice can do so much yeah and I know that not everyone's early risers but if you can get it done in the morning it is gonna really relieve the stress throughout the entire day where you're worrying about fitting it in Lizzie said this in her check-in actually she was like I'm worrying when I'm at work and I'm stressing during the day of the fact that I've got to go home and do my workout and I've got to fit it in if you've done it in the morning you've got it out of the way so if you can then we highly advise it yeah okay we're now going to move on to like a bunch of workout questions and Victoria we'll start with you um you said I'm hoping to schedule two runs a week into my routine I know loads of girls run on the program and I'm only thinking two 5ks at the most I see online um a PT is training for a half marathon and he got loads of comments saying he was going to undo all his strength work is this correct no um no it won't undo all of his strength work uh if any if anything it's going to help because it's going to help with cardiovascular fitness which is going to help with your strength training it is the most important thing for your health how how cardiovascularly fit you are um and yeah if anything you're you know you're working your muscles it's not like suddenly when you go for a run you're not working your muscles it's not great for building muscle but it's not going to hinder you in any way. It's not going to hinder your gains. Um, the only thing I would say is if you are, you know, for example, training for a marathon, you're doing crazy amount of running a week. If you're not having enough time for rest and recovery, your muscles aren't going to have time to repair and build. So your muscles actually do that at when you're resting during your rest days so just making sure you have adequate rest but two five k's a week is totally fine yeah and you've got to compare like i don't know who this this uh pt is but if he's like a big old like tank and like massive machine that's like a muscle a bodybuilding guy or something then like maybe he will like lose some of his gains because he's he's not going to be in the gym as much and he's changing his training and changing the way he's eating so maybe I don't know depending on what he looks like that's it might change it in terms of like because he's not going to be in the gym as much or you know whatever but <laughs> if you're going to be doing um two five k's you're not going to be losing the gains if anything it's gonna um maybe 
you know, you might enjoy it and it's good for your health and um, it might help you get your your cardio up and get your step count up as well. Only thing is when people start running a bit more, they might feel like they're a bit hungrier. Um, so that's something just to think about. Yeah, fab. Um, Sophie, are the gym workouts better than the home workouts? Um, oh, you're going to sort of... <laughs> To me, to you, to me, to you. Let's not do that bit. Yeah, do you want me to go on that one? Um, No, not at all. Um, The best workout is the one that you can get done and the ones that you can commit to. Um, A weight is a weight. It's not going to be any different whether it's at home or in the gym. The only time gym workouts are going to be more beneficial is when you feel like you've maxed out all of your weights at home and they're far too light for you and you don't feel that your muscles are being challenged enough and you're not being able to overload them progressively over time um but to be honest especially in your first couple of phases home workouts are more than adequate there's no better than it's it's what you can commit to yeah for sure but i would say that now it's it's towards winter if you have the funds if you are comfortable in the gym if you um can get to the gym then then go to the gym but if if you're not under that bracket if you can't get there if there's not one available then you can definitely again get get your workout and loads of people start again with home ones and then they end up in the gym so everyone's different um and then she also said also if you're happy at the end of the program with your weight do you keep it in the same calories and we've answered that in jamie's question no um that the calories we've given you is for you to lose body fat um and then when you get to where you want to be your calories go up thank the lord (laughs) yeah we don't want you living on these calories for the rest of your lives don't worry um abigail um i'm considering buying kettlebells would you recommend if so, do you have any kettlebell workouts? Now, Charles, you did a really fantastic reply to a question from Carol on the group this morning. Um, so I think you should take this one. I know. I think kettlebells are like maybe trending or something at the moment. I've had a few questions about kettlebells recently. Mm. Um, I think we have to, and this is what I said to um, Carol, and this is something that I never thought of before I then, you know, became a personal trainer a weight is a weight so whether you're you're using a barbell a kettlebell a sandbag or whatever it is it's like a form of resistance so um if you have like a say for example two five kg kettlebells and you've got two five kg dumbbells you there's that's no different to having a kettlebell you can actually probably do a bit more with dumbbells to be honest um but if you want to get some kettlebells um just to the the good thing about having different equipment is it might it jazzes things up a little bit it feels a bit more creative sometimes but if you're training at home if I'm being honest I would always prioritize getting heavier dumbbells instead of kettlebells because there's certain things exercises that you actually can't do with the kettlebells you'll always be able to do an exercise really with a with a dumbbell the only thing kettlebells might be good for is maybe like a sumo squat or something but um probably not going to get kettlebells that are heavy enough for that anyway so so yeah i would if i'm being honest i would just get some heavier dumbbells um and no we don't have kettlebell workouts because the workouts can be done with any form of equipment that that you have at home so if you want to, and i said this to carol if you want to be doing an rdl uh with your that you normally do with dumbbells you can do that with a barbell or if you really want kettlebells you can do it with the kettlebell but a weight is a weight yeah I was just thinking that though, because I think kettlebells are restrictive, if I'm honest. I think that dumbbells and barbells are much better because the thing about kettlebells, like if you're doing an RDL with a kettlebell, your shoulder placement is going to be completely wrong because your hands are too close. Like there's no way that you can get your shoulders down and back and everything tight down your lats because you're having to roll in because you're having to hold this handle. Um, I don't think that they're versatile. I don't think that you can really do, I mean, (laughs) I'm probably going to get a lot of kettlebell warriors against me here, but there are there are certain things you could use them for like a goblet squat but then equally you could use a dumbbell for that 
Um, I think yeah, the, your are. money would be better spent, yeah, better spent getting uh, some dumbbells, if I'm honest. Yeah, it hurts. I've noticed it hurts a lot of people's wrists as well because the way you, it breaks the wrist. So, for example, someone actually did, I wrote in their workout comments, because um, they all did the workout kettlebells, and I was looking, and I was like, oh, she's done bicep curls with kettlebells. Like, that would kill my wrists. So mm. dumbbells is just better to hold because it's smaller for your for your hands. So bless, bless Abigail. In answer to your question, I mean, we're not asked about the kettlebells. Just get some get some dumbbells, I reckon. Yeah, get some badass heavy dumbbells and get heavier than yeah. you want to because you'll get there and push yourself. Yeah. Elise, how should I record my cardio that I do, for example, my run? As I use my Apple Watch run app to record it, but then it didn't show on the fitness app. Hmm. We don't really need... Yeah, but we don't actually need to see see that. So as long as you're getting your steps in that we set you, and um, as long as you're getting your run in, you can just let us know in your weekly check-in um that that's what you've done so when you say i've done three strength sessions one run and you can tell us how long it was uh, again we don't really need to see it in terms of like how many calories you're burning or anything like that uh we just want to know that you've done it and be like yes well done <laughs> yeah perfect um kate did you answer that one earlier yes it was kate uh, that, asked that yes it was Kate asked about the hip thrust, um, the one and a quarter reps being one lift or two. That counts as one rep. As Chelsea Sorry. said. <laughs> yeah, gorgeous. No, no, not at all. Um, Sinead, when to move up on weights? I've been using 10 kgs for bent over rows um, for five weeks. Um, went up to 12.5 kgs this week, but could only manage six reps. Do I stay with 12.5 kgs and try to increase my reps each week? Or do I go back to 10 kgs to ensure I get my tw- 10 to 12 reps? Also, oh, yeah. Well, well, I'll answer that one first. She's got another one, but yeah. we'll answer that one first. Yeah, you answer that. Hmm. Okay. Um, so... Um, if you're able to do 12 easy reps at 10 kg, then you should be able to do at least eight, I would expect, with your 12.5 kgs. If you feel like your form is going on the 12.5 kgs, there's no harm in keeping it to 10 kgs with the highest rep range. So the the 12 reps, or maybe you can push it up if you want to, um, you know, you can push it up to as high as 15 reps if you feel like you can and your form is good. Give it time. You will get there with the 12.5s. Ideally, we want you to do more than six reps. We want you to do at least eight reps, I'd say. Um, that kind of sweet spot is the eight to eight to 12 or eight to 15 reps for hypertrophy, which is muscle building. So I would say try and stick with go get with your tens until you're strong enough to get at least eight reps in with your with your 12.5s. Do you think that sounds about right, Charles? For sure. I also actually get you to, um you could slow them down a little bit and you know with those bent over rows have a little pause at the top and then slowly slowly bring them down and I reckon um you probably will struggle with the with the 10 kgs getting 12 reps like you know I I lift for for bent over rows I'll use tens or or like I'll I'd struggle with 12 and a halves now I think if I'm going at a really slow pace I was actually just thinking as I was reading that that is strong <laughs> Sinead go on girl that is strong I love that send us I know, a I video like I'm loving the form videos are giving me so much this week on the yeah, uh, on the I group so if you have any videos that you want us to look at please post them when you feel confident enough of course um and yeah we'll be able to help you out the next part of her question said also i don't get doms which for pe- people that don't know it's delayed onset muscle soreness i feel like i push myself um as much as possible during the workouts i'm breathless i'm sweating by the end and always rate the sessions eight or nine out of ten am i not pushing myself as hard as i think is it normal yeah, I don't really get DOMS very much anymore. Um, only when I do a new movement or my muscle is getting new stimulus. Um, 
So don't stress about it. It's it's usually, you know, that you know, when you do a workout and you've not done one for months and you are so sore you can't even walk. Um, that is because you've stimulated muscles that haven't been worked in a while. But because you're so consistent, it's completely normal not to feel them. However, you're suffering today, aren't you, Charles? <laughs> I am. I'm like, as I'm listening to this, I'm like, mm hmm, mm hmm. I just did a class with Shane um, at this place called Bamboo Fitness. It's almost like a CrossFit gym. And it was called Swole May. And it was like an hour and I think it was trained for about an hour and a half. And it was, you know, loads of, um, loads of burpees, loads of stuff with plates, loads of uh, cardio. Like it was, it was mad. And I, like, even, do you know what's hurting? Even like my wrists and stuff like I was doing like burpees on on balls and then bringing them up in the air like mad stuff and I am in pain <laughs> I wonder as well if you're hurting from yesterday you're probably just doing a, a loads of new classes and exercises that you just don't haven't been doing in your in your routine and it's not like you haven't been working the muscles it's just different movement patterns yeah, yeah. It's, I don't know whether the heat has anything to do with stuff here as well. Like, I'm really like, I'm not lifting heavy at all because it's so hot and it just like it is hitting me. I'm, do, I'm like, do they oh, not have God, any aircon or anything? Do they have? They have any fans or aircon or anything there? They do, but it's sort of like this massive open space and there's fans, but it's like you could just, I was standing before the workout and um, my my knees were sweating. I was like, I thought it was a mosquito on my leg. I was like slapping it. I was like, oh, <laughs> it's sweat. Just trickling down your leg. Oh my God. Oh, my knee. Anyway, moving on. Um, here's a hormonal question. How does the menstrual cycle affect weight. Is that normal for fluctuations? Oh, I didn't write whose name that was. They'll know. They'll know who it yeah. was. Yeah. Um, it's really important that the, the main word here is weight because your body weight is not reflective of your body fat. Um, so even though your body weight will be affected by your menstrual cycle, um, you're going to be holding more water during certain times of your um, certain phases of your cycle. Um, you're going to be, you know, those days where your rings feel tight and you feel like you're holding a lot of water and you're all bloated. You're probably going to weigh more if you step on the scales that day. Um, but that isn't body fat. That's water. Um, so don't let that um, mess with your with your mind in terms of your progress. And that's actually why we say we had a really good chat with Jen this week, um, a client that's just started that rather than just weighing yourself once a week, weighing yourself three times a week at least gives you more rational um, picture of your overall progress because if I was to step on one day and I'd had like a salty meal the night before and I was suddenly two kgs up, then I might spiral and think I'm not making any progress and go into self-sabotage. Whereas if you can rationalize that, if you're way, if you've weighed in two days later and you're back down, you're like, oh, so that's what that was. Um, so please don't let that affect your um like your vision of your progress. Yeah. Um, yeah, you said that very, very well. Mas, you're very good. You're very good. Oh, God, I'm not sure about that. <laughs> you are. Should we go for some more wins? Yeah, that's. let's um, finish on a high because we've done all of the – we've answered everyone's questions. Let's say them, like, shout out all, all of them. There's so many wins and I didn't want to leave any out. So let's go for it. You go. Gorgeous. So we were on to – where about where were we up to? Um – Hannah, Sarah, got the yeah. So we've done, yeah. Hannah got the twelve kg, twelve point five kg weights and used them. One to make you laugh. Husband saw me and asked, "Why didn't I squat with a bag of horse feed as it weighs the same?" <laughs> Farm life. <laughs> I was actually really laughing at that. I'm like, "This is it." You can this just imagine, Carney, what a bloke. You could have just used yeah. that. What's the point of you? What's the yeah. point of using your money in that? 
<laughs> oh my god oh my god and then we had loads of winter like debbie sarah Gemma, rach uh helen kate seeing a difference on the scales or feeling leaner um and lots of people have said yeah loads of people have said that this week which is amazing robin's been away she's done steps um and didn't mind to see everything in sight while on her holidays and she ate loads of made a conscious effort to get loads of fruit in love that um laura i did my longest run getting my half marathon plan 12 miles and i feel great food has been good too those extra calories have stopped me craving biscuits oh yeah laura Bowden. so i've given her some more calories because she was having um some cravings and she was doing little sweet treats sneaking in so actually i gave i upped her food and gave her bigger meals so that she didn't have those snacks and that's worked a treat yeah Sophie the diet is something I didn't think I'd be able to stick to but I haven't had any cravings at all also the steps I didn't use to move at all when I worked from home it's been hard to fit in uh, but it's been actually doable I'm loving this program it's also made me a lot happier in general this week oh this is so nice isn't it keeping up with <laughs> I'm all my I can tell in myself I have more endorphins god that's good yeah I know that that energy and Ellen smashed my workouts gave myself a kick up the arse on Monday and really (laughs) got back on track go on Ellen we're back in you you got it yeah I could I love that sometimes you do need a bit of kick up the arse with yourself and be like you know what get yourself together I do that to myself do you yeah definitely again it's going back to being like no come on you've committed to this let's do it yeah, instead of going into this like, oh, like I could, I've sometimes have been guilty of that. Oh, I can't. It's like, no, right, come on. That's it now. We're doing it. <laughs> right. Mm-hmm. Neve, I've had a super busy week between work, my free kids activities, but I maintain my non-negotiables and I've um, had another drop in the scales. This program and the tools taught really, uh, really, really work. I'm still living and eating foods I enjoy, but with a few tweaks and more moderation, my life is changing. Yay! And finally, our gorgeous Tina. Um, I'm back in the gym. My personal life has been really tough and I've been really struggling badly with my mood. I'm away. Um, booked a holiday before life dramas, packed my gym kit. So my sister made me put it on and drag me to the gym yesterday. I came back today, not dragged this time. And that is such a um, fantastic way to finish because Tina, this is a pure example of people having shit times going on in life and and not prioritizing yourself. And then someone going to you, you need to put yourself first and you owe this to yourself and you owe yourself to be happy and to feel good. And we really want this round to get you back on track and make you feel amazing again. So we are yeah. with you. So funny that um, that we've just read that out. Like on the app, Arlene's just written. I just had to drag myself out with a foggy, uh, t- um, with a foggy, tired period head on me in the rain. But I did it. Love that. Like everyone's yeah. just got, like, you know what? I'm doing it. But anyway, we better let everyone go. Hopefully, you got your steps in as you were listening to that. Fit with Rick. Fit <laughs> with Rick. And oh. God. <laughs> and we will uh chat with you next week as always keep tagging us we love it more questions the better yes goodbye bye thanks for listening and choosing us as your coaches if you want to join our next six-week project head to the website now for more info you will not regret it bye